Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a ton to get to, but real quick, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, don't forget, today's show is presented to you by the great people over at Sugar Fire in Westminster. Amazing barbecue, as well as Superbook Sports. Got a ton, ton of headlines to get to. Can't wait. I'm finally back from Vegas, and I got to be honest, I'm, I'm so much more comfortable in the confines confines of my my own home in my own studio so it was fun it's fun but let's be honest I'm socially awkward and I feel comfy here (laughs) I don't have a bunch of weird media people staring at me going oh my god he is so loud and I can't believe he said that which is funny because I didn't say anything like really inappropriate I didn't but apparently I did offend somebody that was nearby and they mentioned it to somebody and they're like, he, you, you know, I don't appreciate how much, um, you know, some of the topics that he gets into. And I'm like, what the fuck kind of boring ass shit do you talk about? Because <laughs> I was pretty freaking tame last week. I got to be honest. But that being said, today's a whole new day. <laughs> but real quick. Hey, they're changing the game. Who? Superbook Sports Colorado, and you could win some money this season with Superbook Sports, the most trusted name in sports gambling with a direct line to Las Vegas. So football season's over, but guess what? You got basketball, hockey, baseball is right around the corner, and you need to be set up with Superbook Sports Colorado. I kind of butchered that. The words kind of just got caught up in my mouth. (laughs) They did, but right now, when you use promo code MILEHIGH, you're going to score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. So win or lose, Superbook is going to match your first bet up to 250 bucks as long as you use that promo code MILEHIGH. So go ahead and download the Superbook Sports app, enter the promo code MILEHIGH, and you're going to get that $250 courtesy of Superbook Sports. Go ahead and visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, please call. 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. (laughs) Well, we have to talk about it, then we'll move on to some other great headlines, but obviously the Chiefs beat the 49ers. (laughs) Disgusting. I hate the Chiefs. But, you know what? Ultimately, they were the better team, and the NFL has a major, rock-hard, you know, you know, member. I'm talking about their dicks. They're really hard because now Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are going to help them go through the offseason. An offseason that is already an exciting one with, you know, trades and you got the draft and all this other nonsense, right? And now you add in uh, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Where are they going to vacation, huh? You know, type of crap, or are they going to get married? Are they going to get engaged? Uh, All that stuff. That's the NFL right now. They're just, like, so excited about that storyline. So good for them. Good good for for the Chiefs, blah, 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 yuck. (laughs) Okay? Not a Chiefs fan. I'm a Bronco fan. But that being said, did you see the one of the most awkward things when – They were presenting the trophy to the Chiefs. They had John Elway, former Denver Bronco quarterback, two-time Super Bowl champion John Elway, 
hand the trophy off to some dickhead in the Chiefs organization. It was so, like, disgusting. I'm like, what, what, kind, what kind of sick fuck did that? Roger Goodell? Okay, you should be fined for that. Let's be honest. I'll take the money, okay? But you should be ashamed of yourself for doing doing John Elway like that. Then I'm, like, watching it, and I'm like, don't you think, like, in an alternate universe? Because they have John Elway handing off the Lombardi Trophy to the Chiefs. In an alternate universe, John Elway goes to hand off the, the trophy, but instead he, like, kind of fakes it, and he drops back. And you're like, damn, Elway's still got some legs on him. And then he grabs the, the mic out of Jim Nance's hands, holds up the Lombardi trophy up in the air, and yells into the microphone, this one's for Broncos country. Then he just like spikes it down onto the stadium. And then he just whispers into the microphone and he says, make another one. And then just drops the mic. Would that not be epic? Because they did Elway dirty by making him hand off that trophy to Chiefs Kingdom. Yeah, gross. <laughs> so disgusting. Disrespectful. Roger Goodell, you're on my radar, okay? You you need to be fined for that, <laughs> and you need to be punished uh, more than financials, okay? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's just weird. Don't do that. They're division rivals. Now, that being said, you know, rewinding to just before the game, I was kind of disappointed in the national anthem. I'm a huge Reba McIntyre, I, I, I guess, appreciator. I'm not, like, a fan. I don't have, like, any of her albums. But that being said... She has a, an amazing voice. Just will give you chills at times. And the way they did the national anthem, one, I felt, it's funny because it was, I want to say just over 90 seconds, but it just didn't seem like she, they were show, showcasing her voice. And that's really what I wanted to hear. And that's what I think the majority of people that listen to the national anthem on a Super Bowl want to hear. They want to hear the vocals of whoever's singing the national anthem. And they had like way too loud of instrumentals behind her. It would have been better if it was just her singing, just her voice and really let her just belt it out. It was, it was a disappointment. Like I said, I respect her, everything she's accomplished. Her voice is phenomenal, but that was not a good showcase of her vocals. The halftime show, it was okay, I guess. I went back and watched it. I was, you know, I wasn't, like, really excited to watch it. But I'll, I'll say this. I could have done without seeing Usher's nipples, okay? I could have. It's like, Jesus, God, I don't know how old Usher is, but he looks phenomenal. And then he's, like, bumping and grinding on Alicia Keys and everything. And I guess she's married. And you know her husband's at home crying. I've seen so many memes of, like, Alicia Keys' husband at home watching the Super Bowl halftime show, and there's just, like, tears just running down his face. I'd be fucking pissed. <laughs> like, this ain't a movie. And he's, like, freaking about to explode on her. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. This is graphic. <laughs> now, here's what's funny. I did a Twitter poll about this the Super Bowl halftime show because it's always a debate. 
Now, 49% of people that, that voted said they loved it. 51% said they hated it. Now, that's roughly out of 300 million votes, okay? Give or take. <laughs> Give or take 300 million votes. Um, so, I, I guess that's, that's to be expected. Nobody's happy. Somebody's always going to be pissed off with the halftime show. Like me personally, like I would, I would love to have a, like a band like Kings of Leon up there, because I, I love their music. But that being said, I know if they performed, it would just piss off like this. Fifty one percent of the people voting would hate it. Be like, nah, this is too rock and roll. Which is funny because they're not like hardcore rock and roll. They're like, we need Madonna up there. <laughs> like, no, no, gross. <laughs> No, gross, 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 gross. So, I don't know. You tell me if you if you liked it or hated it. But, I, I mean, it, I was okay with it. I was okay with it. I don't want to watch it again. Did you guys hear or uh, see the streaker? If you go online, you can see the online streaker. It was, it was a guy that looked like he was trying to pull off a Freddie Mercury look because he was wearing white pants and no shirt. You know, if you, if you know anything about Queen and... Freddie Mercury, he always wore white pants and, you know, always, you know, strutted along without, you know, a shirt on. <clears throat> that type of look. Anyway, I just, I just, I, listen, if you're going to streak at the Super Bowl, you might as well go full thing, man. You know what I'm saying? Drop your drawers. Let people know. <laughs> Let people know how it's hanging. <laughs> I don't get streaking. I, I just don't understand. I've never been hammered enough where I'm like, I need to take my clothes off and run in, run in the middle of public. It's so, so stupid. That being said, this guy didn't get a chance to take his clothes off. Yeah, big failure on that guy's life, right? Uh, you streaked on at the Super Bowl, Todd? Yeah, I did. I did. Wow, you were, you were all out there, weren't you? <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't take my pants off or anything. Then you're a big failure. You're not allowed at uh, Thanksgiving dinner this year, okay? You fucking loser. <laughs> oh, man. I, I just think that's weird. But it did get me thinking. Any big event out there, whatever it is, whether it's a sporting event or, uh, uh, you, know, uh, you know, a graduation or something, it tends to be those type of moments where streakers occur. And where that Super Bowl streaker failed, I'm succeeding right now, okay? <laughs> That's right. I'm free balling, okay? I'm all out there, shaved and everything. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. That's a horrible vi visual for you. You're like, oh, my God, I was listening to this. Now I'm aroused. <laughs> uh, also, the last thing in regards to the Super Bowl, did you see that guy that climbed the Vegas Sphere? It was a couple days, I want to say a day or two before the Super Bowl, he climbed up on the sphere during the middle of the day, and he caused about $100,000 in damage. He was protesting something. I don't remember what the fuck it was. But come on, man. So ridiculous. So ridiculous. I mean, I hope you have the money, bro. And whatever you're protesting... I'm sure needs financing and they shouldn't have to pay for your mistakes, your stupidity 
I mean, that money could be used towards, you know, supporting the cause, not, you know, <laughs> taking care of your dumb ass. So you, you better fucking pay it up, dumb ass. Speaking of dumb, <laughs> moving along from the Super Bowl, this is hilarious to me. I was looking at the New York Post, and this is the, the headline that they posted. Apple's much-heralded Vision Pro has left a segment of buyers disappointed after they discovered that the high-priced device will not play any VR porn. Oh, my God. What's the point of having those? <laughs> Somebody said it. it's like a $3,500 chastity belt. I will say this. When I was out covering the Super Bowl on Radio Row or Media Row, whatever you want to call it now, there was a couple people walking around with these Vision Pro, these Apple Vision Pro things. And they're just walking around. No big deal. And I've I've watched the the like the videos that some people have of like like when they're going to the bathroom, they can sit there and while they're using the restroom, they can sit there and play on their computer essentially. I will say this though. I think Apple's kind of missing out. I'm not saying porn should rule your life. It shouldn't. But, I mean, come on. When in Rome, you have this beautiful capability. And dang, everything I've seen is the graphics on that would just be life-changing. You know what I'm saying? I'm just I'm just saying it would be fantastic. Play with yourself. It'll be good. Everyone, walk away. Listen, somebody's going to get some sort of patch working on this. And even though Apple says that they won't allow, you know, to have uh, VR porn with their Vision Pro, somebody's going to make it work. And next thing you know, bada bing, bada boom, you're cranking one out in the bathroom wearing your weird ski goggle looking things. <laughs> right? Could you imagine somebody walking in on that and you're just cranking one out wearing these bug-eyed goggles? <laughs> Uh, it's funny. <laughs> so, so bizarre. But it is one of those things, like, mostly guys. I, I, I know some ladies, you know, like to watch porn, too. But most guys enjoy porn. And that's, like, the first thing that they want to do when they have something like that. When nobody's around, they're just going to be like, so, here we are. Just me. I'm going to light some candles. Maybe burn some incense. Order in some Chinese food and see where the night goes. <laughs> and then you're like, you can't play this? This is bullshit. This is so dumb. So dumb. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, a passenger, re oh, this is so bizarre. <laughs> a passenger that was returning from a visit to uh, the Dominican Republic of Congo uh, reported that the luggage contained dried fish. So that's what he's telling customs right but an inspection at the boston logan airport revealed dead and dehydrated bodies of four monkeys that's according to the tsa agents the traveler said he bought the monkey uh, brought the monkeys into the u.s for his own consumption because when you got a hankering for dried monkeys there's only one place to go todd's dried monkey mart whether if it's fingers 
toes or testes. The whole family will leave with a smile. I love eating monkey nuts. Thanks, Todd's dried monkey mark. <laughs> and this Valentine's Day, show that special someone how important they are with chocolate-dipped, smoked, and dried monkey anus. Yum. Love is in the air. Todd's dried monkey marks. That's disgusting. <laughs> That's so gross. You're welcome. You're welcome for that uh, impromptu uh, uh, commercial. <laughs> um, if you went over to somebody's house and they're like, dude, I just got back from Dominican Republic of Congo. You got to try this, man. It's, it's, it's like beef jerky, just ah, like a step above. And you're like, whoa, I love beef jerky. Is it, you know, venison? What is this? It's very unique. Very unique. It's dried monkey. <laughs> I just, mm, mm, too close to human. Too close to human. Okay? No. So disgusting. Todd's dried monkey mark. <laughs> oh, gross. So gross. Hmm. I think we could start up a business. I will tell you that, say this. I When I was in Australia, I tried, it was like uh, kangaroo jerky. Wasn't very good. Wasn't very good. I assume it was kangaroo jerky, but it was awful. It was like way too dry, and there wasn't very much flavor in it. But I've had like other, I guess, in a, in a sense, unique meats, but nothing, nothing like monkey. I had shark. That was okay. I've I've had crocodile, and I know that's not necessarily unique, especially depending on what part of the United States you're in. If you're in the South, you're like, hey, we always got crocodile. Hey, crocodile is always good. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah they so good, mm, especially when you eat it with potatoes. They're mm. <laughs> like, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, but that was actually good croc crocodile. I think it was croc or alligator. I don't know. It's one of those. It's one of those. It was delicious. But anyway, I, I don't know. Would you eat? A, would you eat a dehydrated uh, monkey? I think I'll pass on that one. Although the chocolate dipped, smoked, and dried monkey anus is kind of appealing. <laughs> I love you. Please accept this. Um, uh, dude, Valentine's Day is right around the corner, too. Oh, God. I ordered my wife. She already knows what I got her. She loves macaroons, and I ordered her some macaroons. And then, like, I paid for it and everything. They send me the, the email, and I'm like, it doesn't say when they're going to be delivered. Like, I thought I clicked on the thing that said when it was going to be delivered. But then I'm like, fuck, when it... What the hell? So then I sent them an email, and they haven't responded to me. They probably fucking stole my money. Fucking dicks. <laughs> uh, if they show up, they better be good. They better be good. Because all the stress I'm under. You know what helps you relieve your stress? Well, there's that. Plus, also eating great barbecue. Sugar Fire in Westminster, amazing barbecue. 144th and Orchard Parkway, right next to Snooze. My son and I went in there yesterday and got some jalapeno poppers and some potato skins. Freaking amazing. Took them home, and then we just kind of heated them up real quick in the air fryer just to make them just like, like they just popped out of the oven. So freaking delicious. 
But anyway, they always have good food over at Sugar Fire in Westminster. Always puts a smile on your face. And I was looking at their social media today, at Sugar Fire Westie, and Chef Clint, is this is what he's doing today. Bacon-wrapped bacon. That's what their specialty entree is. And I feel like I need to go make a trip back over to Sugar Fire just for research purposes, okay? Bacon-wrapped bacon? Are you kidding me? Yes. Now, check out their specialty sides. They got brisket chili. They got Brussels, Brussels sprouts in sweet chili, hash brown casserole, red hot cinnamon applesauce. Oh, that sounds amazing. Smashed loaded potatoes, brisket mac and cheese, tater tots, super slaw, broccoli ranch salad. I want that right now. I love broccoli ranch salad and cucumber salad. Oh, it's so good. And don't forget about their sauces. They got St. Louis sweet, Texas hot, coffee, Carolina mustard, and white barbecue. All amazing. Sugar Fire in Westminster, by far my favorite barbecue place in the state of Colorado. It's family friendly, perfect for date night. And one of the other great things they do, catering. Maybe you got a uh, a birthday coming up, some sort of celebration, a wedding, whatever. They can cater it. Maybe you want to step up your game when it comes to catering a big meeting at work. Boom. Call Sugar Fire in Westminster. They're going to knock it out of the park. And everybody's going to be like, what is this fancy barbecue you got going on? You're going to be like, motherfucker. It's Sugar Fire in Westminster. You don't have to say it that way. I don't want you to get in trouble. But anyway, it's freaking delicious. So go ahead and check out Sugar Fire in Westminster off 144th and Orchard Parkway, just east of Huron on the south side of 144th. Follow them on social media. so That way you can see what Chef Clint and the crew like to post on their daily specials at Sugar Fire Westie. Also, here's the thing. It's my favorite barbecue joint, and I can't say it enough. It's Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. No G-strings in the Gold Coast of Australia? What kind of nonsense is this? This is rubbish. Rubbish. If you're in Australia, they say rubbish instead of garbage or trash. So, I like to say that's rubbish. That's rubbish. Everybody needs to wear a G-string. Wait a minute. Maybe not everybody, but let's not go crazy and ban the whole thing. Uh, A local businessman named Ian Grace proposed the ban in a letter to the, the mayor saying thongs make people uncomfortable, even in beach towels. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Hmm. This is what he said. You risk sexualizing young children and even make some grown-ups like me uncomfortable. Listen, I get it. I get the the kid thing, but it's a but. It's not like you're showing somebody's vagina or their dong or their breast. I get that. I get it. But, come on. It's not that big of a deal. It's a but. Butts are beautiful. I love it. (laughs) Ladies, you do it right. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, most of you, <laughs> most of you, let's be honest. Maybe, maybe, maybe we need to have a process, okay? Like, because some people, maybe some people shouldn't wear a thong, <laughs> like me. Like, if I go out there wearing a thong, people are going to be like, okay, 
okay, we get what this guy, uh, Ian Grace, is talking about. That guy should not be in a thong. The Huff? That's disgusting. Look at the look at the crowd of people vomiting. <laughs> now they're attracting sharks. <laughs> I don't know if vomit attracts sharks or not, but hey, for this story, it does. Okay, now you're putting people's lives at risk. <laughs> Let's be honest. You're when you think of somebody wearing a thong, appropriate style thong. It's it's a woman with a tight but right i mean yes yes i know we want to be like equal rights for everybody but when it comes to thongs no it's not it's not fair across the board i shouldn't wear a thong it's gross and would make people disgusted my wife loves me i'm sure more than anything in the world <laughs> i'm sure she does but if she saw me wearing a thong she'd be like no mm mm Mm-mm. No, you're grounded. <laughs> like, like I'm a grown-ass man. Yeah, but I'm grounding you because you cannot go outside, Scott, in a thong. So, I, listen, I get it. I get it to a point what this guy's saying. And, and while I'm joking, I mean, this is what a, a pro-thong woman said. It's given everybody the freedom of choice of what they can wear on the beach. It's fighting for our right to feel comfortable enough in our own skin. We've been doing it for so many years, it feels like we're going back in time if we were going to, uh, you know, ban the thong. And we're here to fight for it. By the way, the G-string was first worn by showgirls in the 1920s. And by the 1930s, Chicago was home to some of the largest G-string manufacturers. I'm looking at that I've seen some very beautiful G-string wares, okay? I have. So in that sense, I say to Mr. Ian Grace, Mr. Anti-G-string, don't yuck my yum, okay? <laughs> okay? Don't be doing it. In fact, I mean, I don't know. I, I get it, though, but listen, I, I, I'm coming off like an asshole for this, but I'm just being honest. There, some people shouldn't wear a G-string. They shouldn't, because, because, but that being said, they should because of, you know, freedom of speech and choice and whatever. I guess I'll ultimately, you know, I, I this is what I'm going to say. Everybody should wear a G-string if they want to wear a G-string. As long as you're not showing your b-hole, you're not showing your vagina or your dick or your breasts, okay? And that way kids can be out there. Otherwise, you're just showing cheeks. What, what's the big deal? We've all seen a butt cheek before. So, uh, listen, I, uh, I got to push back on that because you could be a very large person. And, listen, if you're not showing your butthole, who cares? Okay, listen, I'm okay. You know what? Yeah, I've thought about this more and more. The more I think about this, the more I d disagree with Mr. Ian Grace, and the more I'm here to say, free, free the booty, free the booty. <laughs> oh, man. Connery, you, you want to chime in? That's right. I would like to chime in. I think some people might be uncomfortable with this, and honestly, it makes sense. Wow. Connery, that's 
very mature of you. I didn't think you would have that kind of perspective. I bet it also makes them uncomfortable because I banged his mother last night. <laughs> oh, Connery, you son of a bitch. <laughs> what do you think on that? Am I wrong? I mean, because I guess the more I think about it, the more I play through it, is the more I realize, ah, yeah, it doesn't really matter who fucking wears it. As long as you're covering up the no-no special spots, <laughs> right? That's it, okay? But I think ultimately we can agree universally, globally, that I should never wear a thong. And just about anybody else probably could get away with it. Me, on the other hand, eh. It's if you're if you need to induce vomiting, here's a picture of Scott DeHuff in a thong. <laughs> it worked, Doc. It did. I I had to bring this up because it reminded me of a former coworker. Maybe it reminds you of somebody you worked with, an Oklahoma judge who sent more than 500 texts during a murder trial, has resigned. And the reason I bring that up is, one, that's fucked up because it's a murder trial. And two, you're a judge. You should be paying attention to what you need to be judging, right? Pretty simple. But it reminds me of my former coworker, Scott Hastings, longtime NBA player as well as analyst for Altitude. He, when I used to work with him, he would be sitting there as the co-host, not listening to Mike Evans completely because his legs were propped up and he was playing solitaire or that bejeweled or jewel, I don't know, one of those jewel, like almost like um, Dr. Mario type of Nintendo game type of thing on the computer to the point where IT had to come in and remove all the games, which they should have done from the get-go. But I guess they didn't think about it because they're like, everybody's going to be responsible and not play games during their shift. Mm. <laughs> in, in comes a former athlete. <laughs> anyway, so they had to remove all the games from the computers because of Scott Hastings. <laughs> and I think that's hilarious. And also, like, how fucked up of that judge to be like, we're dealing with somebody's life and somebody that lost a life. And you're sitting there texting. Be like, oh my God, do you guys want to do ramen for dinner? That would be fantastic. <laughs> you're like, um, how about we focus on, you know, the job at hand? Jesus. You know what we need to do right now? Let's jump into the mailbag. Mailbag. You've got mail. <laughs> this comes in from Josh. It says, Dahuff. He said it with an exclamation mark. That's how I have to read it. Uh, there's a Belgian hotel that will allow you to rent out a goldfish if you need it to keep you company. That's so freaking bizarre. And then he says, if it dies on your watch, would you feel bad? By the way, love the show. Thanks, Josh. Um, I appreciate you listening and appreciate you chiming in. Uh, if it dies, no, if it... If it was my own fish that I bought with my own money and I, I had it for five years and it died, I'd be like, ah, the fish died. Whoosh, that's me flushing it down the toilet because ultimately I don't care. 
It's a goldfish. Sorry, PETA. Sorry. Brown care. It's a goldfish. You know what fish are good for? Eating. But you don't eat a goldfish because they're that d- dirty and disgusting. So, yeah, I have no I have no emotional attachment to goldfish. I've had goldfish growing up. I had goldfish when the, my kids were super little. When they die, you just be like, ah, just scoop it out and flush it down the toilet. <laughs> That's it. Hey, maybe one day it'll start, it'll work its way back up through the sewer line, and then you'll be, you know, dropping dropping some uh, kids off at the pool, as they say. Next thing you know, oh, there's a goldfish swimming between turds. That's fantastic. I I don't I have no no sympathy for goldfish. Mm, that's just bizarre too. Like. I just feel like, where are you at in your life where you're like, you see that on the menu as you're checking in and it says, you know, for an additional $10 or whatever it is, you can rent a goldfish to keep you company. I mean, where are you at in your life? I mean, if you have to rent a goldfish, you probably should go see a therapist. Right? Because you got some stuff. You got some stuff you got to work out. That would be an eye-opening moment in my life. If if all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, this seems like a great idea. I'm going to rent this goldfish so it could keep me company. And then as I, it it gets put into my room or whatever, and and then I'm looking at it, you just like immediately, wouldn't you be like, start crying? You'd be like, what have I done with myself? (laughs) What the fuck? Can I order some fish and chips <laughs> to room, uh, you know, 113, <laughs> whatever it is? Ah, uh, that's so bizarre. So bizarre. I mean, I, I, I guess I could see like a, a dog or something, but a goldfish is so bizarre. Are you going to talk to it? I just don't like fish that much unless I'm eating them. Ah, <laughs> oh, so weird. Have you guys ever seen anything like that? Ah. Uh. Mm, 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 mm. so bizarre hey you know what thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast Uh, i really appreciate each and every one of you make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening also big thanks to sugar fire in westminster as well as superbook sports colorado you guys i hope you laughed a little bit in this episode i'm glad that i'm back in in the denver area and not on the road in vegas while i did have a great time with everybody with Mile High Sports, they knocked it out of the park. I mean, they crushed it. They crushed it. They had so many great guests and just did a phenomenal job. Uh, I'm glad to be back home. I'm glad to be back home. Uh, my dog was the most excited person to see me, and he's not a person. So maybe I need to rent a goldfish, okay? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Anyway, you guys have an amazing day. Uh, let's continue to move forward. I'll talk to you next time.